How in the Sam Hill are we supposed to compete with sites like Upwork and Fiverr? Let's talk about it. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. Y'all, it is hot today and I'm feeling a little bit cranky. It is 91 degrees outside and it is not a whole lot cooler here in my office. My not insulated office stuck off the side of my house with sliding doors as walls on three sides. It's the weirdest thing. Anyway, so you're gonna hear my AC roaring in the background, trying its hardest and failing, but here we are. <laughs> How are we supposed to compete with the freelancer marketplace sites? Things like Fiverr, like Upwork, like People Per Hour, like, um, I wanna say Elance and Freelancer, but I don't think those are around anymore. Freelancer might still be around. Anyway, how are we supposed to compete with these bidding sites, these marketplace sites? Now, I sat there and I thought about it, and my short answer is you don't want those clients anyway. But the more I thought about it, the more it was like, that might actually not be true. I know that there are decent clients who go to those sites. Um, I know there are people who've been pretty successful working for decent clients on those sites, but the vast majority of us are not able to do so for various reasons, which I cannot really get into with any depth because I have never had much success on those platforms. <laughs> so I'm not going to talk um, making things up about it. I'm just going to tell you what I think. So when I thought about the popularity of these sites and the almost ubiquity of sites like this, especially Fiverr and Upwork these days, I thought about what it is that makes those sites appealing to the people who want to hire freelance writers. And I came up with a few things, so I'm going to go over those with you now. So the people who go to those sites often, not always, but often they are looking for a deal they view writing services as a commodity. They feel like they are buying a blog post or a lead magnet. They do not feel like they are paying a service provider for a valuable service. They think of it as buying a thing, which is what people mean when they say, you're viewed as a commodity. You're not viewed as a service provider. Um, you're viewed as a thing that is for sale. So many people go um, to these sites and they just want something done and they don't want to pay very much. Now, again, there are exceptions. However, um, the, the, they are the exception and not the rule. <laughs> Most people on these sites go there because they don't want to pay somebody expensive. Some people go to these sites uh, because they want um, a place, they want like easy access. They want to be able to look through a bunch of different writers and pick the one they think is going to be best. Um, there's this whole marketplace here of people looking for them. Hey, I need a writer. I'm going to go to this site where there's like thousands of writers and I'm just going to pick one, right? They need to sift through, you know, do some searching, look at the reviews, maybe do some sorting by whatever variables. But ultimately, they're able to find someone who checks all of their boxes as far as they can tell. Um, maybe they are looking for cheap. Sometimes they are looking for expensive. It's a marketplace and some people go to the marketplace wanting to buy Prada and some people go to the marketplace wanting to buy the best Prada knockoff they can find and some people go to the marketplace wanting to find a Prada wallet that um, doesn't cost more than five dollars, right? <laughs> 
So one thing that people really like about these websites is the the review function, the thing where you get rated for your transactions or your deliverables or whatever. That feels like um, validation or proof that you can deliver. Some people are looking for um, a transaction that they feel is secure, like on a financial level. They like the fact that they can send stuff back, they can dispute, um, they aren't really going to come up against fines or fees or chargebacks. They know that they'll put their money in the machine and they're going to get out what they asked for or they can get all their money back. Um, notice that many of these sites really cater to the buyers and they don't offer a lot of protection for the service providers. Um, that is a recurring theme that I've heard from folks who do work on on these kinds of sites that they'll have people send things back over and over and over and over and then ultimately they'll cancel the transaction after they've dumped in hours and hours and hours of work. Um, it's really, it can be really frustrating. Um, but they tip it toward, they, they, they tend, these platforms tend to favor the buyers um, because ultimately that's where the money is, right? <laughs> They're not making, you're not paying them, the buyers are paying them, so that's who they're going to cater to. That's who they're going to favor. Some people come to these sites because they want speed and, and they can see turnaround timeframes right there at the very beginning. They know that if they order something today, they can have it tomorrow if they want. Um, it gives a sense of ease. They, like I said, they know what they're getting and when, and they also know that they have ways of fighting back if you don't give them what they want, when they want it. So with all of those things said, how do we compete with this? And the answer is we find ways to give people what they want without that middleman. We give them what they want um, without having to go to this other platform. People who want a deal need to see the value in what you bring to the table. What is the value in what you provide? If you're just starting out, it can be hard to think about your value because you're like, I'm nobody, I'm nothing, I'm just starting out. Stop telling yourself that and think about what you bring to the table. The fact that you are a native English speaker is valuable. <laughs> the fact that you are a beginner um, means that your rates are lower. That can be valuable. Um, there are things you can fold in to your quote-unquote offer, the service that you provide that offer value. Maybe it's a number of revisions. Maybe it's extra headlines. Maybe it's 30-day support after it goes live. Maybe it's commenting, like monitoring the comments. Maybe it's free social media posts that you include. I, I don't know, but how can you increase the perceived value? Um, for people who are looking for easy access, they go to this platform because they, they know that's where the writers hang out. The best thing you can do is be easy to find. This is part of why Facebook marketing and cold email can be so effective. Um, you are all up in their faces. You are where they are. They don't have to go very far to find you. Um, sometimes, as a bonus, you can have social proof layered into these interactions, especially if it's on Facebook or something like that. If people want to feel confident that they're getting someone good, like with the star ratings, 
um, how can you show them that you are good? And if you've been hanging out with me for any length of time, you may anticipate my answer, which is your portfolio. Your portfolio is the proof that you can do this job that you say you can do because you've done it for others. And you have it here on full display and, and you demonstrate your abilities to write. Another way you can do it is with what we call social proof or testimonials. If you have anyone who's worked with you and they offer you really good feedback, make that really visible, make that easy to see. If you don't have any past clients or you don't have any like positive reviews, maybe you haven't really collected testimonials, there are other things you can do to bring in social proof. Um, if I have ever, for example, looked at something you've written and I've said, this is a really good blog post. I think you're a talented writer. You can use that on your website. So find other things that people say, even if it's not specifically about your freelance writing, that still demonstrates your reliability or your competence level or anything like that. If people want to know that they're, that they're not getting scammed, how do you give them that confidence? And I can tell you, based on my personal experience, the more professionally I present myself, the more confident people feel. They feel like I've done this before, I'm established, um, surely I know what I'm doing, and, and that gives them this sense of confidence. Um, specific things you can do is have payment terms spelled out, not like, not weird stuff, um, but like, I use, I use whatever, I use WAVE for my invoicing and you're able to pay with um, PayPal, a credit card, or a bank transfer. Even just something like that demonstrates that you are established, you are a professional. Even if it's not like super slick and super fancy and it's a free software, it still gives you some credibility. Um, if people are really nervous, you can talk about um, taking 50% up front and 50% on the back end. That reduces the perceived risk for your new client. Um, and then again, social proof testimonials can demonstrate that um, you are legit. And that's what they're looking for. They want to make sure that you are legit. And then finally, if people are looking for someone who can um, deliver with speed, I would say... You might be out of luck. <laughs> you might even not want to compete for those people. People who think that copy um, can be cranked out overnight don't value copy. They don't value it, so they're not going to pay for it. Um, they also likely don't have reasonable expectations. If they think you should just be able to turn around thousands of words really quickly, um, those are not the kinds of people you want to work for. You want to work for people who respect you, they respect your time, they respect the fact that you are providing a valuable service to their business, they respect the fact that you are running your own business, um, and they they are reasonable people. So people who are like, can you get it to me tomorrow? Can you get it to me by the end of the day? Hey, can you add these four things on and have them to me by tomorrow at noon? Those are not, unless it's like launch season, <laughs> Um, and, and you're already an integral part of the team. Those are not the people who you want to work with. All right. So those are my thoughts. Um, that is how you compete with the bidding sites. You can even use some of this messaging on your website. Here's why working with an independent freelance writer is better than picking somebody off of Fiverr or better than going to Upwork and see if that leads to any inquiries. All right. So all of that said, I invite you to join us in the Facebook group, 
the URL that you can go to is theinkwellguild.com. That'll take you straight to the Inkwell Guild, which is my free Facebook group um, for podcast listeners and for anyone else who wants to join. I invite you to come and hang out with me, um, answer the questions, and we'll let you in. And let's get this party started. So I'll see you on the inside. So, my friend, if you have been listening to this podcast and you like what you hear, have you left a review? I'm just wondering. And I only ask because reviews are really, really helpful for podcasters like me. I really care about what you're thinking, what you need, and how I can come alongside you and help you grow your freelance writing business so that it's something that really supports your life and gives you exactly what you're looking for in some kind of work from home get paid to write type of thing. So if you have not left a review and you are so inclined, I would be deeply grateful (laughs) for your stars, for your commentary. And of course, I want you to tell me what you love so I can keep doing more of it. Thank you.